Kirk, what's oh, going on, not man? Not much. How's it going, Greg? I'm I'm doing great. Are you ready to talk some fancy football? Yes, I am. All right. Hey, happy anniversary. Do you know what this show is? It's our 50th show. It's our 50th show. So if it's your first time with us, uh, welcome to the Fancy Football Fantasy Football Podcast. Well, and, and I just want to add that uh, the last episode garnered 22 listens. So, so we're we're trending downward. No, well, I mean, we could, yeah, or, or upward, depending upon which which uh, where your starting point is. <laughs> depending on how yeah. good your math is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool, man. Hey, so this is our uh, our first show of the week. So we will recap week three of the NFL season and the fantasy season. Um, we'll talk about our our predictions and how we fared out. And we'll talk about some some guys that you may want to hit tonight for the for the waiver wire. Um, but before we do that, let's get into some some news from week three. So, uh, first of all, I just want to say that the NFL has to be thanking its uh, lucky stars for fantasy football right now because I don't know why else people would watch with the product that they're putting out on the field right now, especially with the roughing the passer. Oh. I thought it's, you were going to talk about how how Cleveland the Cleveland Browns are winning, one. <laughs> no, no, nobody cares. That that I know that was your Super Bowl, but the the world has oh, moved on. Darn it. But uh, yeah, it's just it's it's borderline unwatchable. So thankfully, we have fantasy football interest in a lot. Yeah, of games. we don't care about defense. So if they do that, that that can only help our fantasy football numbers by. <laughs> Uh, getting Ben Roethlisberger closer to the uh, uh, to the goal. Yeah. Uh, other than that, I guess the Steelers are now entertaining trade offers for Le'Veon Bell. The Jets seem to be the only team that I've heard named in those talks. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So ex- that's that's going to be reassuring for Connor. Yeah. Every, and every 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 expert's trying to jam down other teams um, into trying to you know create a big story, but really, you know. He's got to he's got to sign his his tag, which means he has to accept the trade. And who knows where he's going to want to go and what he wants. Well, I think as long as they can agree in principle for a long term deal, that's that's what will get him on the field. Um, but for if you're a Connor owner, that you got to feel great about that pick right now. Um, definitely don't don't get rid of him. You may want to sit on him. The other thing, Jimmy Garoppolo out for the year, torn ACL with one of the dumbest plays I think I've ever seen. <laughs> he, he was basically already out of bounds and then then tried to, to truck somebody. Right. Not not recommended. Uh, other than that, I think Evan Ingram out for a couple of weeks with a MCL sprain is really the only other major injury news. Unless I'm um, AJ Green was a little scare. Um it's funny how you you all you always talk about the guys who are either on the Browns. Oh, or on well, your I, team. I'm just scrolling down the week three injuries of, of just offensive players. Uh, as much as I'd like to <laughs> claim that, you said Evan Ingram. Oh, oh, and by the way, uh, Tyrod Taylor got hurt, so Baker. <laughs> He's on the list. Uh, of, yeah, of, yeah. of course. Anyway. Why do you want me to talk about Ronnie McLeod from the Philadelphia Eagles, who's a safety that got hurt? I, I don't really care about him. Anyways, no. I talk about what's important to anyway. me. And 
other people feel uh, the same way. <laughs> Nobody does. All right. So, what do you want to start with? What? What? Position? Well, I was. I have. I have uh, the. I have the dynasty keeper and auction. One, two, three on our on our review on how how I did. I would like to hear what you how you did on your dynasty week. Uh, not good. I lost. Uh, I thought I was going to come back. Uh, the last couple minutes of the Steelers game with Fitzpatrick, but I lost by three. So I'm two and one. Too bad. How's How your you overall standings? Looks like you are in second place. You just you just eclipsed the 400 point mark. Congratulations. Um, how, uh, how did you do? Oh, I had a good I had a good week. Um, I uh, I don't think there was ever a uh, an opportunity for Nuke to even take the lead. I think I was ahead from the get go, starting off with Carlos Hyde, um, 171 to 22. Um, that put me to two and one. I am the points leader right now um, by about 40 points. So right now I have a good lead. Hopefully I can maintain that at least um, while winning games. All right. And then uh, what about the, uh, the keeper? keeper league? I, I played newcomer again and I had another good week with him, against him. Um it came down to uh, Monday night game. I needed OJ Howard just to have a few catches and um, some yards. Really, I just needed him to have like a typical game, and he did. And I beat him by six points. Oh, uh, you had the uh, the second lowest point total of the week. Yes, yes, league. I could. It, it, in, in the previous week. I was the second highest point total and lost this week, second lowest and won. So, so it evens uh, out. That, I think I just need to keep scoring low points and, and hope I play against the worst player in the league every week. That's how that's going to go. All right. So you're one and two. I lost in that league as well. Uh, so I am now one and two. That's a league where I have Bell, it's a shame. Ingram, and, and, uh, Edelman, so my team will look different hopefully here in a yeah. couple weeks. And, and then oh, what, let's let's talk about the auction league. It's the same scenario they, for you. They want they wanted to call it the Thrilla in Vanilla, but we uh, axed that name. It was it was what did we do? We we were we were dominating from the get go and and then fell behind. And then it came down to the last drive uh, on um, on Sunday night with the uh, the Patriots versus the Detroit Lions, and it it was just thrilling. When you're watching the game, you're just going, "Oh, are we going to get it? Are we going to get it?" And we just needed a, a catch for 12 yards, and it was just you know back and forth. Were they going to throw it? Were they not? And then he finally caught the ball in the last drive, two plays away from the game being over and sealed our victory 67.48 points to 67.14. I mean, it was just throwing. I'm sure the fans, but we needed, uh, we needed seven points from uh, Gostowski and Chris Hogan in a standard league. And we got seven 
basically seven point three or we got seven point one out of them. We needed <laughs> yeah. Uh just oh, shy of that. So yeah, garbage time. Yeah. We'll take it. Uh yeah. all right. So we are three and zero in that league and we are the second lowest scoring team. So that's good. Third place good stuff. as far as record goes. Yeah, there we go. All right. All right, hey, let's get uh let's start with uh quarterbacks first. Okay. Um you know some of uh some of the same characters that we've been seeing uh so far this year blowing up Matt, Matt Ryan, Drew Brees, uh Fitzpatrick, Goff, Big Ben, uh, Mahomes. Those are kind of, you know, those are the usual suspects of this year. Cam, uh Deshaun Watson, all big odd big games. Really the biggest uh was you know Fitzpatrick is the the only player in NFL history to start the season with three straight 400 yard games. Uh, Matt Ryan had five touchdown passes. Drew Brees threw for three and ran for two. Um, so, uh, any other any other takeaways before we get into our predictions? Um, no, uh, rushing touchdowns make a hell of a difference. Yeah, especially yeah, especially in a four point passing yeah. league. Yeah, um, Josh, Josh Allen huge. having you know almost thirty points in almost any league uh, by not even topping two hundred yards. So uh, throwing so makes a huge difference. Yep. All right, so who was your stud of last week? The stud uh, quarterback was Patrick Mahomes. I know you know big big risk I took there and saying he'd be a stud. He, uh, I mean he he was. He was a point or almost a, a half a point behind Josh Allen. He was the eighth best quarterback um, with 27.26 uh, points, which I still think is pretty darn good. Yeah, yeah you got to yeah, count that as well. I mean, with good. guys throw, you know, in the 30s and 40s, um, you know, I probably could have swung a little bit better some of those, but well, I still count. He, he was a starting quarterback. So I, uh, the guy I picked who I would have put money on that uh they would have won this game in a route was uh Kirk Cousins. He was a twenty third best quarterback of the week. So probably the the biggest upset in uh I think they said you know thirty years in the NFL. Um they were sixteen or seventeen point favorites over the Bills and they just laid an egg. Cousins had like two ninety six, one and one. So in our league, at least, if he would have had four more yards, that, that would have got him a, some bonus there. That would have, you know, three-point bonus, which would have helped. But, yeah, totally yeah. laid an egg. So, I, I got to chalk that up as a loss. Who was your my, flyer? My flyer my flyer was Jared Goff, and he actually did better than um, than Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. He had almost 20, 20 yeah, he and a half first. points. That was a good one. Yeah. Yeah, and so you must be looking at four-point uh, leagues. I'm looking at uh, six point. He's 37 points. But uh, mine was Jimmy Garoppolo, who was the 11th quarterback of the week. You know, plus he he exited early with the the torn ACL, obviously. Um, but that's that whole team is a situation to avoid right now with him going out. Who knows what you're going to yeah. get? All right, who's your dud? Was Philip Rivers? Um, he, for a dud, this is great. He had, he had, you know, and yeah, in a four-point league, I had a 17, 17 points. He was 18th best, so he wouldn't be a starter um, technically. Yeah. So I guess you call it a dud. But no, that's good. That's good. I went with Carson Wentz, who was the 22nd best quarterback of the week, and uh, he he looked a little bit off, you know, and he had what on paper a favorable matchup going against the Colts. It just 
just didn't work out. So I got to, got to chuck that one up as yeah. a win there. So, uh, other than that, just guys who didn't look good. Uh, Dak Prescott looked awful again. Um, Sam Bradford was benched for Rosen, you know, Terod Taylor, e- even if he doesn't, uh, get hurt, he probably is going to get benched in that game. Yeah. Tom Brady and Blake Bortles, both, uh, both crapped the bed yeah. as well. Uh, Case Keenan, Mitch Trubisky. Sam Aaron Rodgers had a rough week off. too. So, Yep. Yep. So, all right, let's move on to running backs. Uh, just, man, probably the, Alvin Kamara and Todd Gurley, they, they are one and two. I mean, it seems like every week, those, those are your, those are your studs of the year right there. Everybody else is, is in a separate tier, but those two are just unbelievable. Kamara had 20 targets, 15 catches. Again, that's kind of consistent with what we saw last 20 week. Targets, 20 uh, targets receiving. I mean, he was, he was basically, t- I mean, he was targeted 36 times if you count his carries. <laughs> but we don't count I carries as targets. That, but... So <laughs> he had 31 receptions if you're counting right. his he carries. Had, he touched the ball 31 times. Touches. There you go. <laughs> Yeah, that that's there you go. So, who was your stud? Ah, this is this is disappointing. I had I had Jordan Howard. He had a great matchup against the the Arizona Cardinals. Um, he did have uh, sixteen, just eclipsed sixteen points, but he was eighteenth. I mean, I I would not count that as a win. Um, that's still respectable. Uh, he's still it's a still yeah. a starter. All right, yeah, I had Kenyon Drake who. Wah, 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 wah. Uh, yes. Um. And, you know, a lot of people ask what happened to him in that game, and it was just a weird game. Uh, Their offense as a whole had 39 total plays. He had seven touches, and I think he only accounted for, like, three points. But uh, in a game where they win, you know, they had, you know, two or three 50-plus-yard touchdowns that didn't involve him. Uh, I guess that that stuff happened. So it was just kind of a freak game. Um, I'm – I'm not worried about him um, after just looking at the box score, but yeah, total uh, total dud there. The game script just didn't allow for him to, yeah. to be good. So, who was your flyer? Well, I saw that coming. You saw Kenyon Drake having oh, seven yeah. touches. Oh yeah, I I thought that game was going to be weird. I thought a wide receiver was going to have a 50 yard rushing touchdown, so I knew it was going to happen. You you thought a, a wide receiver, uh, the first time in NFL history, was going to have a fifty yard touchdown pass and a fifty yard touchdown? Oh match. yeah, I, I and, and, yeah, not on this show. Yeah. <laughs> well, you uh, should have let us know next time. Next time. Yeah, next time. All right. No, Who's I your had flyer? Corey Clement. Uh, you know, I succumbed to the pressures of my partner in the auction league yeah. and. I would say 10 points or 10 and a half points in that league because of uh, PPR was okay. Um, as far as keeper league, keeper league scoring um, is okay. I, I don't feel crazy about that, but um, um, that's okay. Yeah, that was a product of him. He actually got banged up. Uh, he had a quad injury. So Wendell Smallwood, who I think uh, that's that's probably, you know, People overlooked him, and were expecting Clement to get get the work that Wendell Smallwood did. Wendell Smallwood yeah. had a great week. 
I think, over 18 points. But uh, Okay. Yeah, mine was Carlos Hyde, who was the number five running back of the week. Uh, Had his birthday, had a kid born, and had two touchdowns, and the first Browns win in two years all in the same day. Yeah, he almost got 100 yards, too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, he had 98 yards, two touchdowns, two catches. So, I got to chuck that up as a win. Who was your dud? It was David Johnson. Uh, Uh, And he actually did about as well as Jordan Howard did in that game. Um, So, I would not say that's a dud for him. Um, It's it's, yeah, but you're, you're you're not getting you know he was drafted as the number yeah, three guy. It's very disappointing. You're not getting that. Yeah. So, you know, uh, another show. We, not this one, but we'll have to talk about you know when when do you sell him or what what, what do you do with him? Because um, he is he is sinking some fantasy. Yeah, and it's, right it's gonna it'll be uh, it'll be you know you'll be watching see how he reacts to Josh Rosen if. If he's a, a good, going to be a good player, good distributor of the ball, and or if it's just going to be a, a, a crap show, it can't be any worse than uh, than Bradford. We'll so, see. all right, my dud was uh, Philip Lindsay, uh, and I got to say, sometimes you, you can't you can't count on how how they're <laughs> going to be a dud, and if they get ejected for throwing a punch, I will take it. Uh, I didn't see it coming, but it didn't matter because I told you not to play him, and he only ended up, I think, yeah. with two points. Yeah. So he'll cold cock you. He'll cold, yeah. Classic yeah. Lindsay. All right, wide receivers. Let's uh, move on. My my stud was Juju Smith-Schuster, and he had a nine catch, hundred sixteen yard day. Did not have a touchdown. I would still call that a studly performance um some you know he, he was pretty far down the list i mean he was 10th but still that's a starter number that's that's a good day yeah yeah i picked uh i picked his teammate antonio brown who had 17 points uh he was around 20 uh which is not where you expect antonio brown to, to be uh, uh but again you know he was out targeted by by juju um so Interesting uh, change in dynamic there in Pittsburgh. Yeah. So, man, who's your this, who's your flyer? This is a dud. I, I was disappointed in this. Uh, Quincy in Nunwa. Um He he didn't get to ten points. Um, they used him exclusively in just bubble screens. Classic Todd Haley uh, usage of a wide receiver. I don't think there was a single down the field pass to this guy. Uh, so for him to get. Uh, nine point seven points out of I think uh, what was it? I can't remember how many passes that were all at the line of scrimmage. I thought that was pretty good, but definitely not not a productive day. For fantasy. Well, he was still better than my flyer, who was Chris <laughs> Hogan. Uh, Chris Hogan, yeah, ended up with six points in PPR. He won uh, he was us the down game. around in the sixties. He did win us the game. Uh, yeah, he outplayed uh, Larry Fitzgerald, and that won us our game. Having said that, uh, so we took a flyer on him, and it paid off. So I guess everything's right. all relative. I'm going to change That's that right. to a win. He's our MVP for, for my pick. He, he, yeah. All right, uh, Doug. Oh, who did you I have? nailed this one. Corey Davis. The 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 core uh, quarterbacks of uh, Tennessee just did not did yeah. not fare well. 
health wise. Um, and Corey Davis absolutely did not. I mean, five, you know, so he had a few catches. It's great, but yeah, he was definitely a dud. Okay. Yeah. Mine, uh, uh, was T.Y. Hilton, who in PPR leagues had f- 10 points. So he, he was in – ended up around and ranked in the 40s for the week. So, yeah, he was definitely a dud. You expect more out of him. Uh, so, yeah, good good, good job there. Uh, let's just recap some of the some of the receivers who, who did well. Uh, Calvin Ridley, uh, 146 yards and three touchdowns. Uh, you could tell they were just – they did not want Julio Jones to beat them. Um, but you know, when you have multiple weapons, that's kind of what happened. So Calvin Ridley has, he should buy Julio Jones some beers tonight. Absolutely. Um, yeah, Robert Woods, uh, 104 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, but the big one, the number three score of the week, uh, Kirk, do you want to talk about him? You have top, him top 10, you know, top 10 wide receiver in the middle of the summer. Uh, Jordy Nelson, uh, he was targeted yeah. eight times. He caught the ball six and. 173 Six. yards and a touchdown. He had a he had a top flight day. I mean, he showed exactly what I thought he was going. To be. What, what he, he is. is, yeah, he is who we thought he Looking was. Looking fast, yeah. white lightning, the whole thing. Oh. Yeah. All right. So the, the guy who took who came in ranked fourth for the week, Tyler Boyd, is a guy we kind of want to talk about. He he's had two great weeks in a row. I think he may be. You know, I put in a waiver claim for him in our auction league, getting rid of dropping a right. Sean Jackson. I think he's, I think he's just a good football player. I would expect him to continue to yeah, do they, that. Yeah, they look like they're throwing the ball pretty well. Uh, mm-hmm. And they've got some great yeah. matchups coming up. So, uh, Mike Williams, two touchdowns. Michael Thomas again. Uh, so, okay, here, here, is the, here is the stat, the crazy stat of – of the season so far. So who is, uh, do you know off the top of your head, who is leading the league in reception? In receptions. In re- uh, yes. The league. Is that, is that Alvin Kamara? Uh, Michael no, Tom- it's, it's Michael, yeah. uh, Michael Thomas with 38 catches. Uh, how many times do you think he's been targeted so far through three games? 40. Yes. Oh, really? That's yes. So forty targets, oh, yeah, thirty-eight is, receptions. Yeah. That is, that's incredible. Uh, just to put that in perspective, the second in catches is Adam Thielen, who has uh, thirty-two catches on forty-four targets. But but that that catch percentage rate. I mean, if you're at sixty, that's a great season. Or sixty-five is a great season. Uh, he's at you know ninety-seven right now 97 percent, 96 percent. that is just unbelievable but uh just kind of goes to show what a what a great season he's had i mean he's so still far. and he's still at 10 you know a little over 10 yards a catch so they're using all over the field does it all yep so uh my uh the guy that i was i was really big on right before the draft jarvis landry i think we kind of saw you know what he can become um you know, now that Josh Gordon's out of the way, uh, you know, I, I, I just, I just love Jarvis Landry. Fifteen targets last week, and I think with Baker Mayfield coming in, that's you're going to see a lot of games like that. He had eight for one hundred three. Uh, I'm really excited about about having him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, on, he is on a two stud. Games. Yep. All right. Uh, 
Do you want to move on yeah, to tight Yeah, let's quickly ends? get into this. Get yeah. in and get out. All right. Uh, okay, so who did you have for your stud? And I had I had O.J. Howard. Um, he was the seventh-ranked tight end, um, 13.2 points, six catches, 72 yards, um, typical day for him. Um, I was hoping for a little bit more out of him, but uh, I would say with him being sixth or seventh, that's that's a stud. Yeah. He he was my uh, stud as well. Um, um, yeah, so good good stuff there. I'm happy with it. What do you want for OJ Howard in the keeper league? What what would you trade him for? Uh, <laughs> Hypothetically, I, I don't I don't know. Um, I am uh, I am happy with him right now. I like him. I like I like what I got for him and. Um, I do like him. What, what I need, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I think I need a running back, but I, I kind of have a few that are, that are okay. I don't know. I don't know if I really need to move him at all. What are you trying to yeah. offer? I don't know. I don't have anything you need. Yeah, that's, so. the, that's the thing. I, I'm trying hard to get him in. I should have traded you Latavius Murray with your last, uh, offer. And that was, that was silly. Uh-huh. Sure. I know. No, no. Anyways. Well. Yeah. Who'd you have as your flyer? was Jesse James, and he did not do well. I picked the wrong tight end. Uh, he, had, he was the number one uh, tight end the week prior, and his teammate was the number one yeah, tight end this yeah, week. Yeah, complete flip-flop of, uh, of roles there. So, you know, I guess I, I guess I lost that one. Yeah. I, I picked George Kittle. Uh, who ended up fifth yeah, for the well. week, uh, thanks to Garoppolo. I, I don't know how much he changes. I think he'll still be okay with uh, C.J. Beathard in there starting for him. Um, maybe not as high of a, a ceiling, but I think he still has a high floor. Uh, you know, look for him to get four or five catches a game. So, dud uh, was your dud? Tyler Eifert, who was not a dud. He finished uh, respectable. He had the same type of game as uh, O.J. Howard, um, six for 74. So, uh Dead wrong yeah. on that one. That's all right. I had Austin Hooper, who had 7.3 points. He was a 26 tight end, so I guess technically that's um, – he he was a dud if you're going by ranking, but really he did not he did not hurt your team if you started him. That's seven points out of a tight right. end. That's kind of the norm. Um, so, But here, here's, here's how weird of a week it was uh, for tight ends. I want to read some of the people who were in the top 12, who were the tight end number ones this week. Uh, Vance McDonald, like we said, was the number one Dallas Goddard. Go deer. Uh, yeah. Go deer. Rhett Ellison, Ricky seals Jones with his one catch CJ Uzama, Jeff Swaim, Jason Kroom. All of those guys were, right around tight end number ones. So if if your tight end's not performing or you're just not getting a lot out of them, just be patient. It's just been a weird year. Um, hold on to what you got and, and you know, I mean, because nobody's playing those other guys. So it's not like if your guy finished 18th that he hurt your team. So Right, right. And the likelihood, I mean, I think the fluke you won was uh, Dallas Godard having seven receptions. Um I mean, he has. I think that may be a product of Carson Wentz and his his uh, 
Uh, familiar with him. Yeah. Yep. So out of the out of the top twelve uh, tight ends for the week, we had six of them were free agents, and, uh, and I'm going off the family league here, but six of them free agents. So, you know, it's just what, what are we you going to do? Two, but, uh, three, four, five. Yeah, six. Yeah. Well, uh, Vance McDonald, I just picked up yeah. today. So. So yeah, just a weird week. As we've always said, drafting a tight end early is silly. Well, yep. So, all right. Well, very good, very good. I I think I just got a text from Nuke on a trade, and if I'm reading this correctly, uh, <laughs> he's uh, he may be <laughs> drunk right now. So I, I have to I have to get some clarification, but I don't think you know first year in the dynasty league. I don't think he understands uh, the draft picks and 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 the value of a first round pick versus some of the later round picks. But um, well, have, yeah, he's offering. Me. I have noticed before you before you say that I have noticed that when you when you offer a pick for a, or a draft pick, you have like there's like 19 available rounds, or there's there's an, a, way too many. Uh, draft picks. I think it's 12 or something like that that you can pick. So you have to check that out. So hopefully he's not offering his 12th round draft pick. Well, well, no. There's four rounds for the next three right. years. So, yeah. Anyways, well, what did he offer? Good. Uh, he offered me two or uh, his number one for two of my number four, my fourth round picks. So, uh, I think that was in conjunction to another trade, but I'll, I'll have to clarify yeah. afterwards. I have, um, I have a trade out there. Yeah, well, well, I, what I, uh, what's that? You ready? A trade offer for what? League? Dynasty League, same league. Um, I have, mm-hmm. I want David and Joku. This is with Ryan. Uh, David and Joku, and I would give up. Uh, Jordy Nelson and uh, my third round pick next year. You proposed that? Hmm. Interesting. Okay. And and you just you just really need a tight end, huh? Well, I like I to be honest. And and you're willing to get rid of a top top ten wide receiver? Yeah, that's how much I believe in the tight end too. Um, no, um, I think, I think going forward, um, Baker Mayfield's going to make David and Joku that much more valuable. So, okay. So, uh, what I recommend doing is going into, there's a website called dynasty and then the numbers one zero one.com and they have a trade calculator there, uh, which is an excellent tool. uh, It's obviously, it's not updated you know, weekly, which would be nice, but uh, it's just a valuable tool if you want to go in, especially if you're new to Dynasty and you want to see, you know, how your trade relates because it's not as easy as just the regular redraft leagues where everybody kind of has an understanding of a player's value. But, um, you know, according to this calculator, that, that, that trade would be uh, definitely in your favor there, Kirk, because of the longevity possibilities for Njoku. But uh, and, and this and that good. does that does Dynasty one hundred and one. Oh, okay, wow. Dyn- yeah. 
So great tool to use. Cool. Yeah. So is that how you masterfully uh, uh, do your trades? It's it's a tool that I use. Like I said, it's not your tool. It's a you're a tool that I use to win fantasy football. You're an execute tool. That's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, but that, and you said right, it doesn't count. Yeah. Doesn't calculate your actual uh, what you call it. Um, uh, it, it does uh, not factor draft, in uh, fantasy draft football draft. Uh, rankings. All right. All right. Let's go. Yeah. Let's end this. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're going off on a tangent here. Well, hey, great job. Uh, tomorrow, let's talk about our, our week four preview and uh, go through our predictions. Who's going to be our studs, our flyers, and our duds? Sounds good. All right, man, that's all for the Fancy Boys. We're and signing off. Fading out. Oh, no, no, no.